Ladies and gentlemen, fellow patriots, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, the Educated Republican. Now let's get into this shit. First off, I would like to apologize for not uh, publishing a um, podcast yesterday, which was the 28th. After I said out the next episode would be on the 28th. Um, hey, it's after Christmas, right? A lot of us are still doing some uh, personal shopping. And I was doing personal shopping yesterday. I was looking at uh, lasers. I was looking at red dots. And I was looking at different um, uh, pistols. So, I didn't get an episode. I got so, you know captivated and all the new technology all the different type of guns out there looking at the new guns coming out in 2021 you know that's me I'm a, I'm a gun fanatic you know whether it's just using it for sports or using it for you know personal protection or whatnot I am very enthusiastic when it comes to guns that's one of my you know Achilles heel but also one of the things that make me uh, a true you know a patriot uh, someone who believes in the Constitution and the Second Amendment. Um, so that's a little bit about why I didn't do an episode uh, yesterday. And again, I do apologize. But I would like to thank you all for, you know, the amount of people that have listened to the last podcast. That's our highest rating uh, podcast episode ever. Uh, it's about 275 different uh uh, clicks or follows or listen to or whatever you want to say with that past episode. So I guess that that episode, you know, either one really hit home thanks to all the different um, listeners that we have, both stateside and international, or two, you know, it's just because, you know, the last episode I did was uh, last week, early last week before Christmas. I think the episode was on the 23rd, I do believe. Um, so, not, I don't think not the 23rd, maybe the 21st. I can't remember, folks. There's so much stuff going on in news. We got so much stuff today on this episode. And uh, like I always like to say, you know, thank you to all of the uh, people who are following me on Parler. And if you want to follow me on Parler, you can you can find me at um, the Ed GOP. That's spelled T-H-E-E-D-G-O-P. And if you're a listener to, to this podcast and you got a question or a comment or, you know, anything that has to do with this podcast, anything you want to know about me, just let me know in the comments when you send me a message that you're listening to uh, the actual podcast itself. Uh, because, like I say, I have a lot of people follow me on uh, Parler that, you know, went from Parler to the podcast, but I haven't really seen too many people from the podcast, you know, follow me on the Parler, but I want to you know, just just from our own essay to know, you know, where, you know, the comments are coming from or where people are getting the information or um, how they're following me. Um, I mean, we're doing great things on Parler. I've been posting stuff, you know, all Christmas uh, week and uh, getting some great response back. And one person, I put one comment up there. I can't remember exactly what the story is, and I'm not really going to look into that right now. Um, but it has something to do probably with politics. And, you know, a lot of times we have this government that is basically taking our rights away from us. And, you know, I speak out a lot upon that being a patriot and a true American uh, like yourself. So somebody said that, you know, 
because I was saying we the people, you know, the 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 beginnings of the Constitution on Air Force One. That's what, you know, it's about the people. It's not about, you know, those in politics or in control or elected um, uh, positions or anything about that. It's about the people. So I was going on and on about the people. And, you know, it, it basically, yeah, it was it had to do with the bill. The bill, if you don't know about the COVID bill, the original COVID bill uh, that was passed by the House had billions of dollars going to uh, international countries. And one of them, I think, was Pakistan for gender realignment surgery. Yeah, you didn't you didn't you didn't I didn't stutter. You didn't hear anything crazy. Gender alignment um, realignment surgery. To Pakistan. Why are we sending them aid for something like that when this is a COVID-19 package and when all you wanted to do was pass $600 for every man, woman and child in the United States who have been hurting because of COVID-19 and that's all you want to pass, $600. So I was talking about that, how we the people, you know, need to stand up and not take that shit anymore. So I was saying something about America first, so on and so forth. And one person commented back, was like, you know, what you wrote really inspired me. And maybe, you know, we should separate ourselves from the Rhino Party, meaning Republicans only in name, um, you know, Republican Party and start a America first party where we, you know, are rooted on the fundamentals and, 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 and what the Constitution says and rights for all Americans, not for illegals, but Americans, you know. And I was just going on and on and on and on about that that different type of stuff. But it was very interesting how he said that, you know, maybe we should start the American First Party. I don't know how easy it or I'm sure it's very complicated to start, you know, any type of political party when you just got Democrats and Republican. We see all the third parties, the Green Party, the Independent Party, the Tea Party, the Constitutional Party or, or whatever else is out there. And they don't really make too much of a wave when it comes down to election, unless we're looking back at, you know, the Bush. Um, it was Bush, Clinton and Ross Perot uh, situation where one of the first times, you know, he actually got one percent of the general election, a little bit more than one percent, you know, and that, you know, could make the difference, you know, going forward. But typically a third party really doesn't have any real clout or any real um, effect upon the general election. But I would love to see, you know, more parties in the United States, give the American people more choices. But anyway, you know, responding to comments and things like that, that type of stuff really does inspire me. And I really do appreciate that. If that gentleman is listening to this actual podcast, I really do appreciate your comments. And like I say, if you are putting comments down on my parlor account, I am looking at the messages. I am looking at the comments. But Parler has this this weird system. I'm not for sure if, you know, when I read it and I give it uh, a up arrow because they only have up arrows, down arrows and like this comment box or whatnot, if it actually published. Because once you go into your settings, you see messages in there that people wrote you that are waiting approval. So I, I don't know if I'm, you know, selecting the arrow up and down and. Then I got to go approve it. I mean, it's 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 a long process. But like I say, uh, Parler's in this infancy. So, you know, it's crawling before it learns to walk. So just give it a little bit of time. And one actual note I want to say about Parler, too. Uh, Parler is a 
freedom of speech type of um, platform. It's complete opposites of Twitter and Facebook. You have more freedoms. You can write what you want, but don't get caught up in, you know, thinking that everything you say on there, you know, is is just that freedom of speech. Uh, I've been in a debate with their um, they have like this jury system, this peer jury system or whatnot that you know, can give you violations. If you get like 20 violations, they basically suspend your account or delete your account or whatever. Uh, and they say within 90 days, any violations that you have will be taken away. So with that being said, I got some fucked up troll that commented on one of my posts. He commented on my post and then he commented up on my actual profile. And the only thing that I can get out the verbiage of what he sent them was one that something I posted up had an ad in it. Let me let me explain something to you. If you got Facebook or you got Twitter or whatnot, a lot of things that you do, you take from other sources, other links and put to your account, whether it's a YouTube video or whether it's a news story or something from TMZ or something from somewhere. You kind of like back up your facts by adding the link into it. OK, two. A lot of, you know, the the what I want to call celebrities, you know, all, on all these platforms, you have like these high profile people that everybody know, everybody wants to follow and stuff like that. And they have a lot on there that have actual podcasts uh, themselves. So they put up their podcasts, you know, shows and programs when they come out or upcoming and things like that. And I do the same. I comment on certain stories or you know, things that certain people post up. And I also put my podcast inside of those two. It's hey, folks, I got to do all the fucking work myself. I don't have anybody to sit there and, and promote me or market this here podcast. So I have to do what I have to do. But when someone says that it has an ad in it, OK, it has an ad in it. So does theirs. When you click upon those links that they take you to Fox News or CNN or whatever news, fake news source you're listening to, guess what? They're going to be ads upon those pages. You can't control that shit. So it's mind boggling to me that someone would hit one and say that it had an ad in it. And then two, they said my profile was trash. Now, think about that for a second. All parlor do, they give you so many characters to write a little bit about, you know, your profile, who you are, whatever you want to write. It's, it's up to you. And then, you know, you post a little picture on there and that's it. And everybody profile looked the same. This is not the days of MySpace when we were able to customize, you know, music and and the designs or the logos and the words and all that stuff. No, it, it doesn't matter if it's face, uh, Facebook or it's Twitter. Your profile is pretty much the same as everybody else's. It just depends on what you put inside. So for someone to say that my profile is trash. And then sit there and try to get it violated. And then the violation goes because it's supposed to go to a jury of your peers, whoever the fuck that is. And then they sit there and say, okay, yeah, his profile is trash. So we're going to get another point against him. So it came from the same person on the same day, around the same time, only minutes in between. So I've been debating with them about that. And they basically, basically say, hey, look, it'll just fall off after 90 days. That's not the fucking point. I don't give a fuck if it's a free service and it falls off after 90 days. Do not violate me when I am not uh, doing anything against your policies. I am in line with your policies. I'm doing the same thing that your, you know, your socialites or whoever the fuck these main people are up on your your platform are doing. 
I'm not doing anything different. You're not violating them. You're not violating them at all. But you're violating me. Because some fucking troll follows me and says that something I posted up had an ad in it. Think about that for a second. Almost every fucking thing we do when you copy and paste from a link or whatnot is going to have an ad in it. I'm looking at a video that I'm going to play here in a minute and I'm seeing ass on it and it comes from fucking Rumble. That's uh, the opposite version of of YouTube. It's more just like Parler is the opposite of Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, I've spoke on Rumble before in the past. It is what it is. You know, I'm so used to YouTube, even though they're controversial and the things that they do and they hinder people's you know, uh, um, their channels and everything that they can put on or what they can talk about. I understand. I think we need another system. So, you know, you have Rumble trying to come up and be the new YouTube, but they're in their infancy too. There's not a lot of content on it. When I looked up on it to sit there and make me say, okay, I'm just going to be watching Rumble instead of watching YouTube. A lot of the different personalities that I have put up on this program have come from YouTube. You've heard them. You've heard them. You know, I played the video. I talked about their names. You know, the liberal high mind, Salty Cracker, Officer Tatum, you know, uh, Anthony Logan Brown. I, I always mess up the, the initials. So I'm just going to say Anthony Logan Brown is it's his initial A L B. You know, he has a, a, a channel up on there. And then, you know, uh, it's education. I mean, there's a lot of different personalities that I follow up on YouTube. Um so they're not yet up on Rumble or I haven't been able to find any of their videos up on Rumble. So Rumble has a long way to go before it becomes like a, a staple. But nonetheless, it is one of those platforms, too, you know, that, you know, a lot of conservative or right wing patriot constitutional type of people like to post videos and things up on uh, that service instead of trying to deal with YouTube and having YouTube, you know, gain money off of their content while sitting there trying to uh, chastise them on everything it is that they're putting on their program on their particular channels. So anyway, getting back to it, you know, there are, you know, trolls out there. There's always going to be trolls out there. And I, and I actually take it as a, a badge of pride that somebody is listening to my stuff and having a problem with it. Hey, this is America. You don't have to listen to everything I say. I'm not telling anybody who listens to this program, listen to everything I, I say. I do my research. I present it to you in a way that you have come accustomed to it, that that, that fits my narrative. Even sometimes I go down these rabbit holes and things like that, but I always come back to the main point. You know, that's what a podcast is. It's a lot of talking. This is not a podcast on music where I'm just playing music all day. Oh, y'all, get ready. This next record is a new hit from Dr. Dre. I'm not, this is not a radio station. This is not fucking Sirius XM radio. This is not iHeart radio. This is a podcast called Uncensored News where we talk about a lot of different stuff in politics, mainly. We talk about entertainment. We talk about sports. We talk about lifestyle, not really lifestyle too much. That's not really <laughs> my wheelhouse. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But if it's something major, something viral, something breaking news, something that can affect, you know, America, um, the world or whatnot, like the COVID-19, I'm going to talk about. It. I wish we had different stuff to talk about. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. You know, so getting back to conclude what I was saying about Parler. Take it with a grain of, 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 of um, 
whatever the damn saying is. But don't believe that everything on parlor is just what they say it is. You know, some of it is an optical uh, uh, illusion. It's not not real. You know, especially when you got trolls in this jury get to decide how many points you get violated. And that's so fucking stupid. That's so stupid. And I even told them, you know, send me the actual everything, the verbiage and everything. Someone wants to, you know, it's just like when you go to court, you go to court and somebody's against you or whatnot. All the evidence and everything they say against you will be presented to you. You will have time to sit there and evaluate it, look at it, listen to it and see them actually play it out in court. So the th- same thing should be up on your platform. And someone saying that I did something wrong. Fucking show me. You prove to me that I'm in violation of your policies. You can't. So that's why they haven't responded back and they just let it be what it is. Because this happened early on, right when I opened up the account a little bit, uh, maybe about two weeks afterwards. And I'm just now getting a notification. Paula, you need to do a better job on keeping up with what's going on and stop telling me. I mean, I got the violation on Christmas Day is when I got the notice that I was violated. Ain't that something something happened way in fucking November and almost a month later, a little bit over a month later, I get the notice that, yeah, you were violated way back when. On the fucking brand new account. When you are in line of policy, I read their policies. I'm not in violation of your fucking policy. You're full of shit. And this jury of my peers or whatnot, whoever the fuck they are, you got to be kidding me. Let me tell you something. When I opened my, my parlor account, that was so much solicited bullshit that came through. They haven't got people on there that want to help you gain more followers on your parlor account for a fee. That's against their fucking policy. That's against their policy, but they ain't going after those fucking people or, or that I don't know on it. And then you had a lot of people with fucking nudity on their fucking profiles. I was like, what type of fucking shit is this? But it was in this infancy. And since then, I haven't seen anything. So they're cleaning things up the right way. You always going to have those fucking perverts, those fucking services or whatnot that try to sneak pornography or whatever the fuck up on these type of platforms. There's no time and place. You have your own platforms with that bullshit. But don't bring that stuff over here. I don't want to see that shit. Don't be trying to get me to fucking follow you or whatnot. That ain't going to happen. You out of your goddamn mind. That's not what I represent. This is my reputation and I don't play that type of shit. So I block those people. You know, I've been blocking a lot of people with the stupidity or whatnot that they're putting down because it's not even related to the topic or conversation or anything that I'm putting down. Some people talk out the side of their asses. Some people, I kind of understand what they're talking about. They're using the metaphor as to a response to something I say. And that's fine. If I can follow it, that's fine. But if you're just rambling on about stupid shit and you don't know what you're talking about, you're messing with the wrong educated Republican, my friend. I don't tolerate stupidity. That's not my thing. I don't have time for that. Um, But enough of that little brief introduction slash where i've been and been up to uh like i said we got a lot up on this program today um most of my segments from this this point on would probably be broken into um three different segments um just because of time um and like i say uh i want to welcome our friends in romania i know there are some new listeners out of Romania, and that was somewhere else I was supposed to say too, and I don't even know if I can 
pull that up. I don't think I can. Uh, but Romania, uh, welcome. If I, I haven't said that in the past, uh, there's another country. I'll get them probably in January. Um, and, and just a note that this will be the last podcast for 2020. Our next podcast, uh, I, I'm going to try to get it done uh, and published on January the 4th. I have a lot of things also in my personal life going on on January 4th, but I'm going to try to make a way to get these uh, that podcast, uh, a new podcast out on January 4th, uh, 2021. Um, so getting into it, there's a lot of stuff that happened. I mean, most of y'all probably can do this podcast and I could just sit there and take a break. Uh, if you've been following news or getting breaking stories or alerts or what, that's been a lot of stuff going on. So in this podcast, we're going to cover a lot of those um, stories uh, from last week to current. Uh, there's some even breaking news today, uh, some good breaking news today um, for President Trump that we're going to cover. And uh, at the end, I'm going to do a little review of 2021. Um, so what we're going to do right now is go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to dive in. Um, I don't know if you all know the personalities, Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk are two uh, pro-Trump personalities that actually um, have spoken on um, stage at many of his rallies. They have their own, you know, I'm not for sure if they still up on Fox News or whatnot, but I know they, they have a Rumble account and they're also on Parler and they do a lot of um, uh, segments and stuff with Newsmax. Uh, but Diamond and Silk are two good, good personalities. Uh, they are in the corner of President Trump. They are two African-American women. Oh, surprising. Black people actually like Trump. Oh, I'm not alone, right? Uh, there's a lot of us out there. Uh, but... They have an interesting take up on, you know, all this negativity and these people talking about President Trump needs to concede and so on and so forth. So I'm actually let them do it because I don't want to sit there and rumble on no pun intended up on um, and, and beat that dead horse. Because I've been speaking up on this for months now. Um, and, I, and I think that it's time that somebody else and, and they do such a great job. They got they're so energetic. They're so animated. And stuff like that. And so we're going to let them do the speaking um, about this. They actually were going off on a response with Geraldo Rivera, who basically said that President Trump needs to concede, talking about he's the friend of the president and so on and so forth. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself if you can't understand exactly what he's doing. He's standing up for what's right. We all know that that this election was fucking fraud and fucked up. And, you know, nobody should be saying let's concede. Why? We need to find out what the fuck happened. The American people that have 70 plus million people voted for President Trump want to know what the fuck happened. And on top of that, all these polls are showing that there is support. The majority of those who supported Trump or even those who may have supported Biden wants to know what the fuck happened in this election. So Diamond and Silk, when we come back, they're going to, you know, I'm going to let them speak and um, tell you a little bit about going in hard up on Geraldo and, um, you know, supporting the president. Uh, so we'll be right back. We're going to go ahead and pay some bills like we always do. You got to pay those bills, folks. Um, so stay tuned. Coming up, Diamond and Silk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. We're going to go ahead and dive into this um, this Rumble episode. 
uh, titled Diamond and Silk Go Off on Geraldo Rivera. Somebody got an itch that needs to be scratched, girl. Well, well, Geraldo. Girl, he said some things that I was even taken aback by. Uh huh. If you don't believe us, take a look, y'all. It is over. I want the president, my friend, the current president, the 45th president, to understand it is over. The Electoral College has voted. Uh, the longer we drag this out, the more we damage the fabric of our democracy. No, 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 Gerardo. No, Gerardo. It's not over. That's right. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. we're just getting started. That's right. And if you cared about democracy, uh -huh. you would at least care about the truth. That's right. Uh -huh, uh -huh, That's yeah, right. Uh -huh. And I don't understand why are you all trying to cover up and hide the naked, nasty, nasty. low-down, gutter-written truth? Why? Why? What's going on? Because it appears that we've been kicking this same can mm -hmm. down the road. Mm -hmm. All the way down the road. The same can that's been disenfranchising millions of people. Because when you cancel out real people vote for people that's been dead, we have a problem with that. And how do he call himself a friend of our president? It's like you see somebody stab your buddy in the back. But you tell your buddy, just come on, you'll hear from it later. Right, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh -huh. Well, a true friend should want justice for justice. his friend. Come on, come on. That's come what on. a true friend, a true friend have his friend back. That's right. You're going to stand up for your friend. That's right. You're going to want what's right for your, for your friend. friend. You're going to take up for your friend. That's right, that's right. But I want Gerardo Rivera to know that it's not over until God says it's over. Uh -huh, that's right. He got to understand that. For years, it's been the silent majority. But we're silent no more. We're not going to just sit back and just let you all continue to run over us. And see, it's individuals like Gerardo. That's why the Democrats feel like they can continue to do what, what they, they do. Doing. It's individuals like not only Gerardo, yep. but another, a, a lot of host of them. Yes. That, that it's like they are also in the tank. In the tank. And in the bed. Yes. And you see the people. You see the steel. Right. You see the fraud. Right. You see what's going on here, but you want everybody to turn a blind eye. Look, we don't wear glasses for nothing. That's right. We see through all of this mess. We can't see yes. through it. And Gerardo, we see through you too. Uh -huh. You're not a true friend. You can't when be you a don't true have friend. your friend mm -hmm. back. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I think that Mr. Gerardo, uh -huh. you need to really take a closer look at the numbers. Yeah. Do you really believe that 81 million people got out and voted for Joe Biden? Do you? Do you really believe that? Uh. Have you talked to anyone to see who really voted for this man? That's right. I mean, sometimes you got to be like a matlock. Uh -huh. You got to start lurking around. That's right. And finding out information the to truth. see if things are true. That's right. Don't just push us along uh -huh. like we some kind of cat. Uh -huh. Just push us
to seeing what went down. What happened? Stop telling us to move along just to get along. We've been doing that for years. Right, right. That's right. That's for right. For years. Mm -hmm. That's right. Silk, I totally, totally agree with yeah. you. And I'm sorry, Mr. Harada, uh -huh. not to be disrespectful, mm -hmm. but you have, you're going to have to know your place when it comes to this here. That's we right. need to know the truth. We need to know the truth. And the naked truth about what went down in this 2020 election. That's right. We understand that they've always cheated, yeah. but they did this on such a bigger Big scale. We can't let this go. And we've been taught to live in fear and panic, but it's time for us to walk through the fear of the unknown. That's right. That's right. So that's why Gerardo yes. is the itch of the week. Oh. So... <laughs> Diamond and Silk going in hard on Geraldo. Uh I love that. I love that clip. That 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 is a pretty um uh funny clip. Um with people going in hard upon um you know those disloyal people who call themselves loyal uh people to uh President Trump and the Constitution and to the American people. No you fucking not. Y'all are y'all are just, you know, rhinos. Basically, you know, you're rhinos. Um, but moving along, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, COVID-19. So we all know COVID-19 is back. It never left. But according to the media, it's back. And it may be mutating in Europe, so on and so forth. <sighs> I'm not really arguing that COVID-19 isn't real. COVID-19 is real. It is a real, actual uh, virus. Its origins, at this point in time, we know it comes from China, but that doesn't even matter. We'll deal with that when we have everything else under control. And what I mean by that, these lockdowns. You know, I've seen videos, and y'all probably seen the video of the individual uh, in California that um, basically blocked the health inspector in with his truck. And basically his point is, is that the police have responded and this health worker, they're making money. They still have a steady paycheck, just like Congress does. Just like people in the government does. But he doesn't. That, you know, it's hard for him to even, you know, provide food for his family. He's going into his own personal saving account, trying to keep his business and his employees uh, afloat. One of his employees, he said, just had a newborn baby. And basically, he's getting hit by this health inspector being told to shut down because he has uh, um, a bench or something out in front of his business that people are sitting on. And that on that sidewalk is city property. So he's like, how in the fuck am I being violated and shut down because you're telling me to enforce COVID-19 restaurant standards or whatnot and keep, keep it flowing, don't allow people to sit in front of my business to have a soda or whatnot on city property. That's not his deal. That's city property. And he said, I've been in... You know, I paid all the fines. I've done everything in compliance that you want. But now you're trying to fucking shut me down because of this shit. He wasn't having it. He had enough. And it's amazing that, 
you know, when the police get there, you know, so many police responded that, that you, you swear that someone was getting murdered or, or beat the hell up, that they're not compassion either. Now, if you're a police officer or, or anybody enforcing the law, you really cannot enforce COVID-19 rules and regulations because it's not law. It's not, you know, a, a civil thing. It was not passed down through the legislation of many states or cities. This is what, you know, they're just doing to stay in compliance, supposedly, with the CDC. So when it comes down to mom and pop businesses, like I told you, over, you know, 48, 58% of them are not even coming back because they don't have the money to. And the government is trying to just give us fucking pennies on a dollar while spending or sending billions of dollars of aid overseas to pay for Pakistan fucking gender reassignment surgery. They need the money because that has to do with COVID-19, right? Look at all that fucking fat. That pork fat that was inside of that bill. And look what they were trying to give us. That's our money. You're trying to get somebody for fucking gender realignment surgery. What in the fuck does that have to do with COVID-19? If y'all could sit there and print money and give them billions or whatnot, give it to the American people. $2,000 like President Trump wants is better than the $600 that they were asking for. But that still doesn't get people out of the fucking debt that they find themselves in. That still doesn't help pay the bills. That still has nothing to do with, you know, the evictions that are coming up or that are already taking place. I'm reading story after story after story here in Texas of people being evicted. One story, the, the, the fucking landlord came into the house with a bulletproof vest and everything on with a gun to a single dad with his kids and told them basically, you're behind rent, you need to get the fuck out. That's what they're doing. You know, that there's a, a, a double-edged sword there because the, the person who owns the property is not receiving the PPE, meaning the PPP, or any of that type of government funding because it went to the Los Angeles Lakers. It went to these big businesses and shit. It didn't go to the small businesses. So you're sitting there penalizing. Think about this for a second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you. I want you to imagine this. Imagine this shit. Ma and Paul places having health inspectors going in day in and day out, penalizing them, shutting them down, giving them fucking all type of griefs. But you can see places like Target, Walmart, your local grocery stores that are enforcing their own rules, wear a mask in our store, here's some hand sanitizer, so on and so forth. But some don't even do that. But you don't see no health inspector going into no fucking Walmart or no Target or no main chain fucking grocery store. You want to know why? Because they know that this is bullshit. You're not going to go after corporations that got lawyers upon on lawyers upon lawyers on retainer that are fucking sue your ass. That will pick up that store and move away from your city. That's revenue coming into your city. You say the mom and pop places, eh, y'all get money, but not enough. You don't get millions like fucking Walmart does. The millions like Target does. You get eh, a couple hundred thousand, maybe a million, if you're lucky. You don't employ that many people. You got ten people. Walmart employs fucking hundreds. You so, so you see where the loyalty lies. It lies 
with the currency. It lies with the money. Mom and Paul places don't mean shit to them. They want to move them up and out the area so that they can take that storefront or that whole entire property and give it over to a Walmart. Give it over to a Target. Give it over to a fucking chain business. Somebody who's going to bring in tens of millions of dollars. That's what they want. So they're doing these unlawful, unconstitutional fucking lockdowns, having these health inspectors enforce this shit, closing the mom and pop places, not allowing people to have any type of fucking money to pay for anything. And then you have this story that breaks out of fucking uh, California. California now has surpassed 2 million fucking COVID-19 cases. It's the first state in this union to have that many. Think about that for a second. From L.A. County to Los Angeles to the state of California, you have the strictest COVID-19 regulations along with Illinois and New York. And for some reason, you all now surpass 2 million cases of COVID-19. So, did all the lockdowns fucking work? Did the, the, the Newman's, you know, Governor Newman's fucking social distancing during Thanksgiving, six feet apart, mass on, no more than 10 people in the house? Y'all remember that episode, that podcast that I put down? If you don't, you need to go back and listen. But you sit there and see that all these lockdowns ain't done shit. They haven't done anything. There is no yielded fruit from all that they've done. And instead of fucking yielding fruit, you got dry fucking fires and everything else type of trees and bullshit going on on your farm. How good was all the fucking lockdowns? What good even came out of the lockdown? Well, nothing, apparently, because now we see that California, two million plus cases of COVID-19 with some of the strictest lockdown procedures in the United States. A Democratic-controlled state, a Democratic-controlled city, Northern California, all Democrat. And y'all have these problems. L.A. County is in that northern portion. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Not the people. The government. That government in California should be ashamed of themselves. You all are fucking bullshit. That's what you are. You're listening to the fucking Fauci's and shit and you're coming up with this bullshit and now you got these numbers like this. But when you hear numbers like this, I want y'all to understand that just because you got 2 million cases, <clears throat> excuse me, does not mean that there's too many peop- uh, 2 million people dead. There are millions of cases of people who have the flu, who get, you know, colds throughout the year, but they don't report it. Let me bring up some interesting fact to you. Uh, a little bit ago, I was talking about deaths related, you know, different death related and where COVID-19 actually sits. I'm looking at this, this thing called the death meter. And it basically shows all uh, the, the causes of deaths and the number of deaths associated with that particular uh, disease. And I'm going to tell you, COVID-19 doesn't make the top five. Doesn't make the top 10. Doesn't make the top 15. It's not there. COVID-19 actually comes in at number um, 17 on the list for 2020 causes of death. 
So they're worried about COVID-19, but they're not worried about all these other diseases. Let me enlighten you on some of these diseases. Uh, I'm going to start with number one, and I'm going to go all the way down probably to number 20, um, just to just to show you where COVID-19 sits. And this is deaths throughout the United States, all 50 states. Um, here we go. Number one, coronary artery disease. 10 million, uh, 10 million people to date have died, died from coronary artery disease. Stroke, 6 million. Chronic obstruction pulmonary disease. 3.2 million. Lower respiratory tract infection. 3.1 million. Alzheimer's disease. 2.1 million. Trachea, bronchitis, lung cancer. 1.8 million. Diabetes. 1.7 million. Road injuries. 1.5 million. We have... Uh, dire, dire, I'm not for sure what this is. Dire, hor, I'm horrible with this spelling, these medical terms or whatnot. Some diarrhea related disease, uh, 1.5 million. Tuberculosis, 1.4 million. Uh, psoriasis of the liver, 1.3 million. Kidney disease, 1.2 million. Preterm birth complications, 1.1 million. HIV AIDS, 1.1 million. Hypertension, heart disease, about 1 million. Liver cancer, 883,000. And coming in at number 17, COVID-19. 864,618. And that was as of September of 2020. And then we got um, colon cancer at 845,000. We have suicide at eight, uh, 844,000. We have stomach cancer at 8.9. And at number 21, um, birth trauma and birth asphyxiation. And that's at 722,000. So do you see what I'm putting down? Do we have a stateside epidemic where we're doing lockdowns to prevent artery disease, coronary artery disease? How about strokes? Respiratory infection, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, road injuries, tuberculosis, psoriasis of the liver, kidney disease, premature birth complications, HIV AIDS. Are there any lockdown measures for that? I'm confused, folks. You want to sit here and make a pandemic out of fucking COVID-19 when it's not even the top 10 fucking killer of 2020. When it's not even in the top 15. It's number 17. But fuck the rest of the stuff, right? None of the rest of that stuff. 
matters. But you want to have an epidemic fucking lockdown, unconstitutional, over fucking COVID-19. Man, get the fuck out of here. That, that, that math, that science doesn't even make sense. You're not, I'm, hey, come on now. If you listen to this podcast, you don't play that shit either. I just gave you numbers. Hard fucking factual numbers. They don't lie. That death meter is updating as we speak. As we speak. So COVID-19 doesn't even come in in the top 16 deaths, uh, uh, related deaths in the United States. Causes, causes a death in the United States, I'm sorry. But we're doing lockdowns. People are losing their homes. People can't pay their bills. People can't fucking eat. People can't fucking do anything. People are losing their jobs left and right because of your stupid ass lockdowns. And you got over 2 million fucking plus COVID-19 fucking cases in California alone. Basically in L.A. County. But you had lockdown measures. Folks. Here's the simple fucking truth about COVID-19. If you catch COVID-19 and you don't have any underlying uh, um, illnesses or diseases or anything like that, and you're not 65 or older, you have a 96 plus percent chance of survival. That's not the educated Republican just telling you that. That's the CDC alone. They say less than 10 percent of those who died from COVID-19 died from COVID-19 alone. Less than 10%. They're at the 6 to 8%. The rest had underlying conditions. And we know, I'm not going down a rabbit hole about how the hospitals are signing off on every death as COVID-19. Expecting payment from the insurance companies and the federal government. Don't, oh, fuck, don't fall for this bullshit. These people are, are up their ass. There are a lot of us who either have COVID-19 right now, had COVID-19, or will catch COVID-19. We will recover. We know how to take care of ourselves. Sister-in-law of mine had COVID-19. She has a husband, she has a toddler, and then she has a teenager that live in the house. COVID-19 is in her. They say it's very infectious and contagious. Nobody else in the house to date, that I know of, even through testing, tested positive or had COVID-19 related symptoms or illnesses. None of them. You're in the house. The door, you know, there's a gap. COVID-19 can go underneath that door. COVID-19 is in the room. COVID-19 is in the curtain, the fabrics, the paint, whatever. It's being recycled in the house through the HVAC or air conditioning system. None of the rest of them caught it. She did. They all went to the same place. She caught it. She showed the symptoms. And she recovered fully. There are some out there who won't recover from COVID-19. But that's with any disease. Whether you develop pneumonia. There are some people who can, can deal with walking pneumonia or pneumonia on his own. Will recover, get out of the hospital and be a new person. But there are some who will catch it and will die. These are just the, the facts. This is the, the, the truth. I'm putting it down to you that way. If you're going to catch COVID-19, you're going to catch it. 
It's already written. You can take all the measures you want to. You can wear a mask, but it's amazing when you wear a mask, you can smell perfume. You can smell food. You can smell somebody fucking fart. If you can smell those particles, how is a mask going to stop you from catching something that they say is very contagious? That can get through your mask. When I was in Japan, that was a country, especially Okinawa. That's a place where they wear masks on a regular. They have a lot of allergies, a lot of pollution, whatever. They wear masks on the north. They typically wear masks also, or, or they do wear masks when they also get sick, not to get others sick. It's not to pre- necessarily prevent themselves from getting sick. They already are sick. So they wear the mask not to get their loved ones, co-workers, or, or whoever's around them sick. Wearing a mask is just that. It is a, a preventive thing. It's not a true science. Even wearing an N95 mask, okay, you wear an N95 mask, but you take it off when you eat. You take it off, you know, every now and then. COVID-19 can be sitting right there waiting for you. Oh, all of a sudden you got it, but you wear a mask all the time. If you're going to catch this disease, you're going to catch it. That's like trying to hope that you don't catch a cold at a place that you work. Some people are going to catch it, some people are not. Some people are not going to show any symptoms, but they have it. And then they take it home to their family and their family come down with a cold. Or we see, you know, if you got kids, they're walking fucking uh, breeding ground for fucking germs. They get sick. People in the house get sick. Sometimes not everybody gets sick. Sometimes people have worse symptoms than what the child has. And other times they don't show any, but they carry it. That cold and pass it on to somebody else. They may have a <coughs> one time. Oh, mm, fever just went up. <coughs> throat kind of itch. And get over it. But pass it on to somebody else. If you're going to catch COVID-19. It is already written. You can take all the measures that you want to. But all it takes is that lapse. That one moment. Even when you don't realize it. And you're going to catch it. We need to stop fearing this fucking disease. We need to stop driving around in your own personal vehicle with a fucking mask on. You're the only one in the car, dumbass. What are you wearing a mask for? You're protecting yourself from yourself? What What the fuck? You think breathing any fresh air out there, you're going to automatically catch COVID-19? You're stuck in traffic. All you're breathing in are fucking gas fumes. Where's the COVID-19? Is somebody underneath your car and your filter fucking coughing in it with COVID-19 for you to catch it? You're not going to catch COVID-19 in your own fucking car, idiots. That's mind-boggling to me. So when it comes down to this disease, folks, use common sense. You should always be washing your hands. If you are sick with anything, stay your ass home. Call your doctor, take the medication, over-the-counter or prescription. Let them know your symptoms true and true, and get better. 96 plus percent of us do that. We do get better. We're going to be fine. COVID-19 is a minor setback. This shit will not last forever, folks. There is greener passage. There is sunshine over the fucking hill. 
this rainstorm, this thunderstorm, this hurricane, whatever the metaphor you want to want to use will go away one day. This will be a horrible, horrible nightmare that we will remember in the history. This shit will be written in the history books, how people had a knee jerk reaction to something that they didn't know. Listening to people like Dr. Fauci. This man is 80 plus years old. 80 plus years old. And said he has a gut feeling. Why the fuck is anybody listening to anybody 80 plus year old in, in the first place? I'm sorry. I'm not listening to you if you're 80 years old. You want to tell me a story about when you was a kid or something? Okay. But you ain't for to sit here and tell me you know about a fucking disease that, you know, I can read about, that you're reading about. You may be getting some behind the scenes fucking information or whatnot, but you ain't getting too much more than what I know. I can read. The Internet is amazing. You got China right now just locked up fucking four people who um, adequately and fact based reported about fucking COVID-19 or whatnot in China. China now has a rise, a spike of fucking COVID-19. But you wouldn't know it because the media doesn't want to talk about it. But I'm going to tell you, it's out there. They arrested and prisoned four journalists in China who reported about COVID-19. Who talks about the numbers, the real numbers. Not the one that the fucking state wants to push down with their communist ass. They're telling the truth. They're not hiding shit. They're not hiding it at all.
Chicago, as they call it, Chirac, especially if you're African-American or minority from the South Side. You don't give two shits about no COVID-19. Lockdown measures do not fucking protect you from a fucking straight bullet. You know that. I know that. And Barack Obama knows that. But he ain't do shit about it. Ain't nobody doing shit about it. Trump wanted to send in the troops and stuff in there. And you got fucking ugly ass Beetlejuice. Uh, uh, Lightfoot, the mayor. And the governor of Chicago, uh, Illinois. Saying no. We got it under control. 244 more homicides. That sounds like you really got it fucking under control. And the year's not even out. We still got New Year's to get through. Pre-New Year's and on New Year's Day. Y'all going to start off with a fucking hit of fucking murders. And these places want to fucking defund the police. So you have no homicide detectives out there. One one detective assigned fucking 24 plus fucking cases. Because y'all are defunding and they cut fucking the homicide division in half. Not only that, the evident technicians. The, the, the city examiner's office. The fucking testing that they send everything to. You cut everything in half, but you expect murders and shit to be solved overnight. Hey, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm talking to you. It's amazing how your homicides have fucking went up too. Ugly ass city council that decided to put in all these rules and regulations and things to take money away from police officers and first responders. And now, y'all are sitting there crying... When it takes fucking three or four hours for an officer to respond to a fucking shooting. Well, it's kind of hard when I'm the only officer in the Western Division to respond to all the fucking calls because y'all have decided to take money from us. Y'all listen to Black Lives Matter, Antifa, fucking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Y'all listen to the radical fucking left. Y'all listen to AOC plus three. Y'all allowed them. To dictate in your neighborhoods how police police. But I guarantee you all them motherfuckers got bodyguards. They got police around them. You can't get to them. I promise you that. I promise you they don't live in any neighborhood that look like yours. They don't worry about homicides in their area. Ain't that right, Seattle? Y'all sit there and, 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 and let them occupy that area. And they're taking it back. They're taking that fucking zone back as we speak. Y'all pass regulations and things that, you know, telling people who are offenders or whatnot, hey, check it out. Y'all are not going to get punished for this. I think there was one dude who got arrested 70-something times. Violent crimes, all this different type of shit. Raping people, everything. And they only give them probation. When one judge decided to stand up and wanted to fucking hammer the dude, they got pushback from the city and, 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 and everybody. So the judge wound up having to resign. Elected official had to resign because he did what was right because he saw what was going to happen. This dude strangled and raped his own girlfriend for the last thing that he did. This dude should have been locked away. After he did that event, it was a police standout. Uh, standoff. And if you're from Seattle, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Here's a standoff, and this dude wind up fucking killing himself. I think he 
hung himself, drowned himself, electrocuted himself. He did something fucking out of the, the, the norm. It wasn't death by, you know, police or anything like that, a suicide by cop or nothing like that. He actually did something to kill himself. I think it was hung himself, dr- drowned himself, or electrocuted himself. Something fucking, like I said, out of ordinary. But this is all because they decided to defund. A lot of businesses and things downtown Seattle have fucking left. It's so bad that they are planning on moving, you know, the, um, I think it's either the city hall. They're planning on moving the city hall to a whole different location because it's not attractive to go downtown. There was one woman who was a paralegal or something like that, and she was punched in the head, knocked out, phone taken by somebody who should have been in the mental ward who the city knew about. Had many, many different uh, violations. And all they gave him was parole. I mean, he brutally knocked her out for no reason. They got the video and everything. He's sitting there watching her. He knocked out. And he says, because the voices told him to. He needs help. He has a mental disorder. He's a violent fucking criminal. Because of his mental condition. And instead of getting people the fucking help they need, Seattle. All these other places. Y'all are enforcing these lockdowns. Y'all are defunding the fucking police. You're taking the rights and liberties away from the American people. And we're supposed to just take this shit. Okay. Be sheep. Be herded if you want to. I'm not going to be herded. I'm not going to be a fucking sheep. Not going to do it. Uh, So we're going to take a quick break uh, to pay some bills again. Got to pay those bills, folks. Hey. And like I said, if you like, like what you're hearing... Please, please sponsor this program. Follow this program. You know, wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, it doesn't matter. There is, you know, a link that will take you to um, the sponsor page of Uncensored News. And I encourage each and every last one of you, except my international listeners, I'm sorry. Anchor doesn't accept it yet. Hopefully one day I'm on the big platform over there, you know, my studio right next to Joe Rogan's. And anybody and everybody who wants to sit there and sponsors will be internationally. I don't care. We have aliens and outer space sponsor us. Let's do it. I want this podcast to grow. 2021 is a big year. It's a fresh year. It's a fresh start. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if we all going to going to make it through? God wants you to know that as long as you lean on him, as long as you focus on him and do what he says in the end, in that internal life, you will be rewarded. No one, you know, God didn't promise you rainbows and sunshines every day. There's going to be some rain. There's going to be some thunderstorm. You're going to have to go through hell sometime. But in the end, you must realize that this life here is temporary. There are some people that are listening to this may not make it to the end of the year. May not even make it to, to the end of 2021. Your reward is on the other side. Walk in faith, folks. Walk in faith. Man is flawed. Man is tempted. Man is a sinner. God is the only, only way to salvation and truth. God is the only way to cleanse your your sins. 
He's the only person to cleanse your sin. Not a pope. Don't go to a pope and go, oh, you know, oh, father, oh, all this kissing the ring to a man. What? Why would you do that? I respect the institution and his position, but you ain't the way through God. God said, come as thy are. He did not say, go to the Vatican, give money, kiss the Pope ring, tell him what you want, and I only talk to the Pope. I got a, a standing appointment with the Pope. Mm, said no one. Said no one. Folks, you got to do some soul searching during these type of times. You know, I'll, I'll give you testimony right now how, how good God is. In February, I lost my job because of COVID-19. I've been out of a job since then. That's right. Educated Republican, been out of a job. As educated as I am, all the experience and how, how fat my resume is. I'm out of work. My job was taken from me because of COVID-19. No fault of my own. I never did anything wrong. I'm always on time. I'm always creative. I'm always doing beyond what I'm supposed to be doing at work to, to benefit and help everybody else because the mission of the company is exactly what I'm there for. Without customers, we don't have a business. Doesn't matter what, what type of clientele or customers you deal with, you are providing a service to somebody, somehow, some way. So through it all, we as a family have not been laid on any bills. We have not went without. We had a huge Christmas or whatnot for my son. Huge. Bigger than I ever had as a kid. Probably everything that I've had in one Christmas throughout my whole entire time as a kid. He had this Christmas. We're in a larger apartment than what we were. And like I said, we are not going without. Everything is paid. We're not looking at evictions or anything like that. My wife still has her job. We're still trucking alone. And that's all because of God. As smart as I am, I cannot sit there and forecast that. Almost making a year in February. I've been on two job interviews, sent out thousands of resumes. I'm not, I'm not sitting here giving you an earful of shit. I'm putting it down real. Thousands of resumes. Two interviews. But somehow we're still above water. And that's because of God, folks. You got to get right with God. I'll tell you, I talk with God all day long. Thank him in the morning. Thank him at night. Thank him throughout the day. When things are good, I thank him. When things are bad, I thank him. Because I'm still six feet above ground, folks. I'm still six, six feet above ground. I'm not joking when I say some some people didn't even wake up this morning. Some people are not going to see the end of this year. Some people are not going to see the end of next year. 700 plus in Chicago alone have lost their life in 2020. Any of us could easily have been those numbers. Any of those statistics could apply to us on the deaths, you know, the, the top 20 deaths in the United States. But somehow he still is cutting the path for us. Some of us have had COVID-19 and he saw you through. God is at work. I always know God is at work. I'm telling you, if you listen to this channel, you are a patriot and you are a conservative and you are also a spiritual. You are somebody who has faith and understand that God is the Alpha and Omega, the King of Kings. The beginning and the end. The sun and the moon. The creator of the earth. If he can create this earth in six days and rest on the seventh, don't you think he could get you through the COVID-19? 
You can sit here and try to blame God for this. No, don't you do that. We know this stuff was created in the lab in China. It's China's fault. It's not God's fault, but he's seeing you through. He will deal with people the way that he needs to deal with them when he wants to. It ain't on your time schedule. Time doesn't mean anything to God. It means nothing. He doesn't have a Rolex go, oh, mm, it's one o'clock. I got to stand appointment with the Pope. God is what God is. No matter what faith that you believe in or whatnot, you believe in a higher power. And that higher power is what that higher power is. But in my realm, that's God and his son, Jesus Christ. He showed compassion through us all through his son, his sacrifice. uh, Jesus weep for you and I. He weep for what we're going to go through and what we're going through down here. But even with that, he still stands with us. He still walks with us. When our burden gets too much for us to bear, he bears it for us. He sacrificed himself on a cross, gave his life, went through to torture for you and I before he even knew who you and I were. Before he even knew he loved you and I because his father told him so. Jesus is an extension of God. God has compassion for us. God has love for us. God forgives us. And when you ask for your sins to be forgiven, truly mean it. Don't just keep doing it and ask for forgiveness, but know it in your heart. As long as you got breath in your lungs, you can ask God for forgiveness. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, it's going to be washed away. I'm not God. But try to walk in the faith, folks. I am, I am standing on this testimony to tell you that God is real. Won't he do it? Hasn't he done it? And he continues to do it. This is not me making this stuff happen. It's him. It's his money. It's his decision. He's keeping us afloat for a reason. Maybe to talk to you. Maybe to testify for you. Maybe you needed to hear these words and these words of encouragement. That going into 2021, we are going to be better. Not just me. We are going to be better. I want my own business. I want to be there next to Joe Rogan. And the only way I can get there is by you all. By you all. By your, 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 your sponsorship. By you supporting this channel. And I've said it before. 99 cents a month. $4.99 a month. I understand that that's a stretch for some people. Because some people are going through the, the trials and tribulations of COVID-19. And I respect you for that. And I wish I can help you with that. But keep having that faith. Because I tell you, the role that I came from was not an easy one from early child life. I promise you it was not. But through it all, God has made a way. And he continues to make my life better and better. He's the reason why, you know, I'm doing this podcast. He wants me to do this podcast to reach out to you all to deliver a message. And I know I use a lot of profanity and I say a lot of crazy things. And I know God, you know, probably probably don't like that. But I am just an uh, I'm unfiltered. This is how I, I speak. This is how I need to get the message across. And you're listening to this podcast because you are receiving it this way. This is how you'd like to receive it. I tell you in the introduction, I tell you in the writing that this is not some type of news commentary show that you've ever heard before. 
You haven't heard news like this. You haven't heard news like this. I'm just giving you the facts. What you do with it is what you do with it. I'm going to give it to you my way. But this message needs to go out to you all. This podcast can be something huge. This podcast can be something that is on the tongue of everybody. This podcast can be a threat to CNN and the rest of the the fake media. We are on the right track, folks. We. This podcast is about us. This is not just about me. I'm just your host. I'm just the host. Remember, we the people. Hmm? That's uncensored news. We the people. I'm just the voice. I'm just telling you the way that it is. So, again, if you love what you're hearing, like what you're hearing, spread the word for my foreign listeners. Keep it going international. Maybe something will click and and one of you all and you'll start a podcast that raise your people out of the bullshit that they're going through. Maybe it'll be the voice of inspiration. Who knows? I don't. Hey, let me be, you know, the first cornerstone. Let's build this foundation. Let's make uncensored news something international. Let's make some uncensored news something that is global. Well, we're telling the truth in news. Telling it to the people like the people want to hear. Not hiding any facts, not getting paid by big corporations or having people direct what the hell it is that we do. But in order for us to get there, we need funding on this station. We got to have funding on this station. I enjoy doing what I do. I don't get paid for this. I just don't. Not yet, at least. So I'm asking for that funding. You know, to show me that you all like what I'm doing. I need you to follow me on Parler. I need you to, to send feedback. I need to hear from you all. And like I say, we do need that funding. We do need that funding. We have over a thousand listeners. I kid you not. It's 1.3 right now, last time I checked. 1.3. Let me give you some numbers. With 1.3, 1,300 people estimate that are following this podcast, we only have two listeners that are sponsoring this podcast. 1,300 plus people following and listening to this podcast, and we only have two people sponsoring it. Plus, Anchor sponsors the podcast, and there's not a lot of money at all. Not a lot at all. Not at all. If you got $20 in your hand, you're getting more than my sponsorship through Anchor. Not per every time you hear one of the, the, the um, when we go to the break. No. In total. In total. That has to be played 1,000 times in order for me to get $15. These are real numbers, folks. I'm just going to give it to you like it is. As we start ending this year and and getting on and moving on, hey, I've been honest with you all the way up to this point. I'm going to continue to be honest. I'm going to be transparent to you, too. Uh, There's not a lot of money coming from this podcast at all. 1.3 
I mean, you know, 1,300 people and only two people. That's tough. That's tough for me to take. I, I, I don't know if everybody's going through COVID-19 hardship. And if they are, I'm with you. I'm going to keep pushing forward for us all. But I know between that 1.3, there's at least 10% of you all that are not. That are not affected by COVID-19 at all. And I'm asking everybody who can, if you find it in your heart, you like the message that I'm putting down, please sponsor this program. Please sponsor this program. This is a, a lot of work that goes into this. It's unscripted. You can tell by the way my, my format is. It's unscripted. But it's something to get you through traffic, something to get you through the day, put a smile on your face, or inform you some information that you don't know or that somebody lied to you about. So what we're going to do right now, go ahead and take this break. We're going to take this break and we're going to come back. We're going to finish up all the rest of this news real quick with some exciting breaking news. And then I'm going to end it with a um, end of the year review on the news aspect. I tried to look for entertainment. Folks, entertainment is based seriously up on region. There's some stories in there about America, but then some things are just about California related, New York related, Texas related. It's just all over the place. Sports. Who gives a shit about sports? Sports ain't done shit for nobody in 2020. I ain't even talking about them. They Black Lives Matter Antifa supporting ass. I ain't got nothing to say about them. I can care less about fucking sports in 2020. We all have been moving on and not giving two shits about sports. And that's the way it needs to be. Because they ain't helping paying no fucking bills. If anything, they're causing the distraction and they're just fucking eroding the constitution that they're built on. You're entertainers. If you want to sit there and protest or whatnot and be some type of fucking mortar or whatever. Hey, step away from what you're doing making millions because I guarantee you, you ain't stopped getting your money, your sponsorships. You getting your fucking check. You're millions all the damn time, whether we're watching or not. You're getting paid. So, fuck a sports. I'm just going to put it out there. So, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Like I said, we're going to finish this news and do it in the review. Uh, this is the Educated Republican. Please stay tuned. All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast. Let's go ahead and finish strong for 2020. Um, let's get into some more news real quick. Uh, House rejects Trump's veto of the fence bill. Uh, vote set stage for first override of presidency. If you don't know about it, President Trump has vetoed the defense bill. There was a measure in there, 203, uh, that basically gave some type of protection to companies like Twitter and Facebook and all that different type of shit so they could continue to censor people. He wanted that protection gone. But let's get into this a little bit. The House of Representatives dealt a blow to President Donald Trump on Monday by rejecting his veto of a defense bill set in the stage for the Senate to deliver the first veto override of his presidency. If you don't understand who runs the Senate, it's supposed to be the Republican Party. The Republican Party are currently in charge and they're going to sit here and override the fucking president who vetoed a bill because they put fucking pork fat into it. That he doesn't want to do. He wants to eliminate 203, 230, whatever the fuck it is. He wants it gone. So don't think that President Trump doesn't support the military. You're wrong upon that. The Democratic-controlled House voted 
322 to 87 to override Trump's veto of the $740.5 billion bill with 109 members of the president's own party siding with the Democrats. A similar motion will be introduced in the Republican majority Senate where it will also have to gain two-thirds support to override the president's veto. The National Defense Authorization Act, which includes funding for the military, projects um, military projects and pays pay raise for troops was passed this month, 335 to 78 in the House and 84 to 13 in the Senate. But the NDAA was vetoed by president by the president because it did not repeal Section 230, a federal law that provides liability protection to Internet companies. That's what I was talking about. Trump also opposed a provision that would strip several military bases of the name of generals who fought for uh, secession pro-slavery South in the 1861 to 65 Civil War, including the defense bill. Trump has vetoed nine bills during his four years in a White House. Congress has not previously mustered the votes needed to override any of his vetoes. So, like I said, people are pissed off in government because the president refused to sign that defense bill. They heightened those motions behind it. He wanted 230 gone. Should have been on his own fucking thing, but they decided to put in the defense bill. Try to get him to sign. Oh, president don't sign it. Then he don't like the troops. Who the fuck told you that? Who the fuck told you that? Democrats and Republicans sound like one fucking party to me. And then this provision to strip away names. As somebody who served in the military, I understand that you have names of Confederate generals or whatnot at these bases. That doesn't matter to me at all. It doesn't. And I'm a black person. Never been in slavery. Never picked fucking cotton. Have ancestors who were slaves. A name doesn't make the base. It's the people who are on that base. The warriors. The volunteers who decided to join our military. The strongest military in the world. To sacrifice their lives. For the democracy, the people of this country, the constitution, and a principle of being a basic fucking human being. A base name doesn't matter to us at all. We don't give a shit. It's you fucking woke cultures who are trying to make a fucking deal out of something that is not even a fucking deal. We don't give a shit about the fucking name. It's not called Camp Hitler. If it was called that, yeah, get rid of that fucking name. But the rest, we don't give two shits about. We got bigger things to fucking focus on. Like the protection of this country and our allies. No one sitting at a military base. God damn, this name of this military base is driving me crazy. Nobody give a shit. Cut the shit. Leave our bases the fuck alone. Leave us out of the argument. Don't bring that shit over there to the military. Fuck off. If you're one who fucking disagree, well, fuck you. I don't care. I'm going to say it. And if you wore the uniform or whatnot, okay, you got your position. I got my position. I get it. I respect it. 
But if you didn't serve in a uniform and is not a patriot or anything like that, you go fuck yourself. You don't need to sit here and debate this at all. This ain't your argument. Go, go fucking try to give more billions of dollars to Pakistan for gender realignment fucking surgery. Get the fuck out of here. That's not even a fucking story in my opinion. And fuck the Republicans who are fucking doing that. I told y'all they're fucking rhinos. We must primary every last goddamn fucking Republican in Congress and in the Senate, in the governor fucking house, in your state fucking offices, and I don't give a shit. Fucking dog catcher. You need to start primarying every fucking Republican. Hold them fucking uh, accountable for their actions during 2020. If they were receiving fucking pay while the rest of us are shut down, shut indoors, told to shut the fuck up and do what they say, that's it. They're out. If they're receiving pay like these billionaires and millionaires playing fucking sports or whatnot and telling us, oh, wear a mask while going out and doing everything else or having fucking parties or running around or driving around, doing whatever without their mask on, check their ass. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to sit there and register yourself on a ballot to be the nominee for the fucking Republican Party. We need to start an American first fucking party. Fuck it. We'll be just like the Tea Party. We'll, we'll, we'll be the Tea Party. We'll fly on the flag of the Republicans. We could be the American first party, but we're fucking running as Republicans. Because I'm sick of these fucking rhinos. I'm sick of these goddamn people that are 80 plus years old, 75 years old plus. People who've been in office longer than I've been alive. And I'm going on fucking 40. Nancy Pelosi, 80 plus years old. Diane Feinstein, 85 plus. I think she's like 86 or 87. What fucking 87, 86 year old person you know need to be making fucking laws? Need to be saying how we're going to recover from a COVID-19 when you're on the side of somebody who can get the system and fucking die, dumbass. At what point in time do we say enough is enough? These people sit in office because of us. When we look in the mirror, we're the only ones to blame for them fucking sitting there. We didn't do our job, our constitutional duty. We didn't exercise our fucking voice and our fucking right to vote. It's our fault. But no more, folks. Stop the shit. Uh, speaking of, of uh, the election and everything else, um, there is a, um, let me see, he is a representative out of Texas. I'm not going to say his last name because it is messed up. If you want to look it up, it's spelled G-O-H-M-E-R-T. Gomer Herr, I don't know. But basically, he's bringing a lawsuit against Vice President uh, Pence. No, it sounds bad, but it's not as bad as you think. Check it out. I'm just going to call him by his first name. His first name is Louie. He's a Republican out of Texas. So Louie, his lawsuit against Pence seeks to declare the Electoral Counting Act unconstitutional in a bid to overturn Biden's win. The lawsuit claims that Pence has the power to decide which party's electors should have their votes counted. Louie, a Republican out of Texas, is making a last-ditch effort to change the results of the 2020 presidential election by suing Vice President Mike Pence with the aim of having him declare 
President Trump the victor when he announces the winner of the Electoral College vote on January 6th. As the President of the Senate, the Vice President has the role of announcing the results after the electoral votes are counted at a joint session of Congress. Louis and the slate and a slate of Republican electors from Arizona claim that the 12th Amendment gives Pence the right to choose which slate of electors to count from their state and other states that had Republican electors submit votes despite Democratic electors having their votes certified in light of November's general election. The lawsuit claims that the Electoral Counting Act, which governs uh, disputes over electoral votes in Congress, violates the 12th Amendment, which also outlines the electoral voting process. The Electoral Counting Act details the process of handling objections to the vote that involves both the House and Senate. Louis complaints, uh, um, complaint filed Sunday in Texas federal court claims that constitutionally it should only be the House to do this. The 12th Amendment and the Electoral Counting Act, however, addresses different circumstances that could arise during the counting process. While the act in um, 3 U.S.C. 15 describes the process of dealing with objections to announced votes. The only controversy that the 12th Amendment addresses is what happens if there is no majority winner after all votes have been counted. In such a case, the House would choose the president with each state having one vote. The amendment does not address what should happen if electors from both parties in the state submit vote. Louis' lawsuit interprets the 12th Amendment as giving the vice president the power to decide which slate of electors to choose from the state regardless of which slate votes were certified by the state. As such, it claims that the Electoral Counting Act illegally strips power from him by giving Congress the power to settle any dispute. The complaint asks the court to decide the Electoral Counting Act unconstitutional and requires and requests an injunction blocking Pence from acting according to its procedures. So, in a nutshell, this representative is suing Pence to ensure that the powers that he have to decide which slate, you know, the party, they can decide. Democrats can say, okay, Biden won Arizona. Get the state to certify it. It goes through everything. January 6th, it goes before Pence. And he can say, okay, I'm going to listen to the Democrats and give Arizona to the Democrats. However, the Republican Party says no because of the controversy and shit. We're declaring Trump the winner. Pence has the power to decide which one he wants to go with. So you heard the story. We're going to see what happens. Don't hold your breath on any lawsuits in the United States of America anymore. Supreme Court, fucking appeals court, federal court, all of it's fucking corrupt. We'll see what happens.
we'll see what happens on January 6th when Pence is actually there and he has to go through this and try to declare a winner. So, on a brighter side, to continue the brighter side, uh, Trump ends Obama's 12-year run as most admired man, according to the Gallup poll. President Trump has ended former President Obama's 12-year run as the most admired man in America, edging out his predecessor in the annual Gallup survey released Tuesday. 18% of the survey's respondents named Trump as the most admired man, compared to 15% who named Obama and 6% who named pedophile Joe Biden. 3% named the National um, 3% named the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease Director Anthony Fauci fraud, while 2% chose Pope Francis, a regular man. Rounding out the top 10 were Tesla CEO Elon Musk, Senator Bernie Sanders, Microsoft founder Bill Gates, Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James, and the Dalai Lama, all of whom received 1%. The sitting U.S. president has been named the pollster's most admired man in 60 out of 74 years, including all eight years of Obama's presidency and every year of George W. Bush's presidency except in 2008. Trump had finished second to Obama in the 2017 and 2018. The 2020 rankings are the 10th time Trump has ranked among the top 10 before entering the politics sphere. He made the list in 1988, 89, 90, and 2011. Biden made only his second appearance in the top 10 after making the list in 2018. After 47 years in Senate, 12 years as vice president, and supposedly the president-elect of the United States who supposedly got fucking 80 million plus fucking votes, who can't get over a thousand people to watch his Thanksgiving and his post-state certification of the Electoral College, no more than 4,000 people. This man is 78 years old. And this is only the second time he was even in the top 10. But, uh, okay, let me continue. Let me not go down a rabbit hole because we're finishing strong. Among Republicans surveyed, 48% of the respondent named Trump as the most admired man. No other public figure got more than 2% of Republican support, according to the Gallup. Among independents, both Obama and Trump received 11% of support. Fauci was a choice of 5% of Democrats, but just 1% of Republicans. The record holder for appearance in the survey, survey's top 10 is the late Reverend Billy Graham, who made the list 61 times before his 2018 death. Former President Carter, who has appeared on the list 29 times, is the most Re, uh, represented living person. 21% of the respondents offered no response, while 11% named a friend or relative as the most admired. Polls are surveyed 1,018 adults from December 1st to de December 17th. The poll, the poll has a margin of error of plus or minus four points. Told you some good news. Told you some good news. All right. So what we're going to do right now is recap this disastrous year of 2020 
But also remember that God has kept you above the six feet, kept air in your lungs, and continuing to push you to your prize, your victory. So let's just recap 2020 real quick so we can end this podcast um, for this year and come back stronger. So 2020 events so far, so far, because we still got we still got like two more days, so it ain't over. Um, and one thing I want to talk about real quick before I get into this that I did not address is the um, the bombing that took place in uh, Tennessee. There's too much controversy going around about that. Um, supposedly the individual, you know, they really don't know his motive. Almost sound like the man in Vegas with his motorhome. Downtown plays a message telling people to evacuate, given a countdown. Police evacuate. Everybody explosion goes off. A lot of storefronts are fucking damaged. Uh, supposedly there may be some bodies also found in the rubble. The person who did it is also supposed to be dead. Uh, there's a second um, situation where they think it was a, a second vehicle or whatnot. I don't know. Too much controversy around that. It's unknown why this even happened. You're going to sit here and detonate a bomb on Christmas Day with nobody fucking in the streets. No one at restaurants, people at home, but you do it in a deserted downtown. That kind of sounds stupid. I mean, blowing up anything is stupid in general, but there's too much controversy around it. There's all this speculation. That's why I didn't cover the story or mention the story up on this podcast, because I'm not going to mention the story that I think is too either too controversial or there's not enough facts. There's just not enough facts about that situation. That's why I didn't cover it. You know, I'm hearing a lot of conspiracy, but I'm not seeing enough fact. I'm hearing a lot of, you know, hearsay, but I'm not seeing enough fact. On Censored News, we do it on facts. There's not enough facts. The facts that we know, RV, downtown, explodes. Has a countdown prior to it. Police are heroes by removing as many people as possible. And it goes boom. It blows a lot of storefronts. Causes a lot of damage. Possibly, there are bodies among the rubble. And the suspect is possibly presumed dead. I'm not for sure how they are determining that. Because if you see an explosion and he's in that RV, there's just pink mist everywhere of his remains. There, I, I don't know how in the hell you are saying that. Whatever. I'm not an evidence collector. I'm not a medical examiner. I'm not, I'm not an expert upon that. But if y'all are saying that he's dead, okay. That's why I say it's controversial at this point. Maybe as details get more clear, I'll cover it in January, but I just covered enough of that story because that's kind of weird on Christmas Day in a deserted area. Normally when people detonate bombs and want to endanger people or be known, they kind of do it around a lot of people. And then to have a timer and a loud system that actually tells people to evacuate and then you detonate. I don't know. Maybe he was just suicidal. Maybe that's that's all it is. I don't know. But okay, let's let's move on. 
uh, to the stories of 2020. The Australian bushfires. Prince Harry and Meghan uh, Merkel quit the royal family. COVID-19 pandemic. Kobe Bryant's death. The impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. Parasite sweeps the Oscars. Harvey Weinstein verdict. The stock market crash of 2020. Black Lives Matter's protest. Kim Jong-un death rumors. Biden becomes Democrat presidential nominee. The Twitter hack. Um, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend or alleged madam. Her arrest. And Jeffrey Epstein, period. That How the fuck did that not make the news? Hillary Clinton going in there breaking people's fucking neck. Um, murder hornets arrive in the U.S. The Beirut explosion. Kamala Harris chosen as Democrat vice presidential nominee. Chadwick Boseman death. Rest in peace, Black Panther. Uh, West Coast wildfires. Um, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. Trump tests positive for COVID-19. Eddie Van Halen's death. Joe Biden, the pedophile, the corrupt, supposedly without being certified by Congress. I'm not going to say it. He ain't elect nothing. Alex Trebet's death. COVID-19 vaccine rollout. And that's what I have for you. That's a review of 2020. In a nutshell, in about a minute or so. So folks, as we start to venture ourselves into a whole new year, there are endless possibilities. You are the master of your own destiny. If you see it, you believe it, you can achieve it. We need to start working more towards becoming independent ourselves, not relying on corporations, the government, or anybody. We need to do things ourselves. I'm taking the first step by doing uncensored news. Where this will lead me, I don't know. May not lead me anywhere besides right here in this room doing these different podcasts. But I know this much. I'm always optimistic. I got to stay positive. Because this is my life. I'm the only one that control my own destiny. But if I walk in faith, and if I have faith, and I trust what he has for me, only then and by him will I be what I want to be. But we have to work hard. We have to become a better us. We can't continue to trust government. We can't continue to trust those officials that we elect. They must be challenged. We cannot continue to elect the same old names. I'm tired of hearing them up on TV just as much as you are. I'm tired of hearing Nancy Pelosi be so so loopy. She can't make common sense or a sentence anymore. Her dentures are falling out of her mouth. Joe Biden's coughing. His dentures are falling out of his mouth. He, you know, the, the, the sexual allegation with Tara Reid against Joe Biden. The misconduct and abuse of Joe Biden. Cuomo, let's not forget his allegation also of harassment. 
They they really bury those stories. But if it was a Republican, you better damn believe that it would make news and then they'll be still talking about it now. So as we start to go into 2021, my fellow patriots, followers of Uncensored News, ladies and gentlemen, remember to take care of yourself and take care of each other. Remember to keep your eyes on the prize. Whatever you set for yourself in 2021, accomplish it. No one says it's going to be easy, but in the end, you're going to feel victorious because you made it happen. And remember to stay in faith. Remember to always look to God. Remember to have those conversations with God. Take a moment right now. Thank God for you being six feet above, that you have air in your lungs, that you get to see today, that you get to hear the educated Republican on Uncensored News. Remember, always, always throughout all of this, if one thing that you have have heard me say time and time again, do not believe the bullshit that they are trying to shove down your throat. It's all BS. Don't drink that damn Kool-Aid. Always question it. That's what you're supposed to do for elected officials. If they don't represent you and do the work that you want them to do, if officials are trying to take away your freedoms, if officials have destroyed your businesses and you can't return or try to write you a check for $600 while trying to give billions of dollars to Pakistan for uh, gender realignment surgery, and that tax dollars are yours and they could just print money up like that, well, why in the fuck are not most Americans above water? We should be fucking walking on water at this point. If you can just print up money like that. We got to start holding these people accountable. We cannot just say that we're Republicans by that nature. We need to start saying that we are the American first party. I'm going to get that shit started. We are the American first party. It's always about America first. We shouldn't even have homeless in this country. If you can sit there and send billions for gender realignment surgery. We should have nobody needing to go to a food bank if you can send billions of American dollars to Pakistan for gender alignment surgery. We should have no one living in a Section 8 home or in poverty. Nobody's parent without, you know, proper medical care or able to pay for their own medicine and stuff in their retirement age. If you can send billions of dollars to Pakistan for gender realignment surgery. The time is now. Either we're going to take control of this or we're going to continue to lie down and be herded like fucking sheep. 2021 opens that opportunity for every last one of us to challenge our officials. Get out and get people to sign. You know, to have you run for office. Save up some of your money so you can run in some of these elections. And when you are sitting there on Capitol Hill. You need not to become part of the swamp, but remember, you're part of the American First Party. You're there to do for the American people. You're there to make their lives better. You're there holding the Constitution in one hand and the Bible in the other. You're there focused on doing for the American people. You're there pushing for term limits for all three branches of government. We're not going to have people 70, 80, 90 years old trying to tell us what we are, what we're not going to do while they zip across fucking America in their private jets. 
in their fucking $34,000 refrigerator with their expensive-ass chocolate ice cream. Talking about come down to the fucking Chinatown. Pelosi, you bitch. Enough is enough, ladies and gentlemen. 2021 is a brand new opportunity. Normally I say even years are the good years, but now, damn it, we're going to proclaim the odds. And for here on out, every year, a better year than 2020. We've had enough of this shit. I've given you statistical numbers throughout all my podcasts about fucking COVID-19. 96% success rate and the number 17 cause of death of 2020. Not of all time, of just 2020. They don't give a shit about you shoving a damn burger in your mouth from McDonald's or whatnot or eating all the fucking fried chicken you can. Things that were on that list higher for causes of death. But they're going to tell you, <coughs> you need to stay your ass at home. We're shutting it down. But we see those measures have not yielded anything. It hasn't stopped the violence in Chicago. 700 plus people, 244 more than it was in 2019. We see in California alone, 2 million plus people of reported fucking COVID-19. And y'all have some of the strictest fucking guidelines on lockdown policies all across. Homicides all up and down up there in fucking Minnesota. St. Louis. All around America, ladies and gentlemen. From Oregon all the way up to Seattle. Down all the way to Georgia. Corruption from fucking Arizona all the way up to Pennsylvania. We're no longer going to be the laughing stocks of 2021. That shit stops now. They had their time. They had their decades. They had their centuries. Now the American First Party. Listeners of Uncensored News. About to take charge of this shit. We're going to write this shit. We're going to, we're going to sit there and, and, and run on policies of the Constitution. Nobody is without flaws. But don't let that distract you on what that person mission is. So walk in 2021 with the Constitution in one hand and the Bible in the other. Listen to God. Follow your heart. Achieve your dreams. Make dreams come true. I mean, look at Eli Musk. Could you imagine a kid from fucking South Africa making a car like the Tesla's? Relaunching Americans into space. Starting his own space program when NASA was around after Obama shut it down. Look at that dream, folks. That's amazing. Even when they doubted him. Oh, well, y'all can't produce numbers and shit like that. Tesla, your stocks, blah, blah, blah. Now there's some of the hottest stocks. On NASDAQ. The stock exchange in general. So dream big. Dream beyond the fucking stars. Don't limit yourself to earth. Fucking push on. Conquer the goddamn Milky Way and beyond. I don't care. But don't sit here and take this BS and let them spoonful shit down your throat anymore. 2021 is our year. 2021, people who listen to Uncensored News are going to be inspired. Uncensored News is going to be bigger than it was in 2020. I don't care if I just get a new mic. It doesn't matter. But like I say, in the end, in closing, I want to thank each and every last one of you for making Uncensored News what Uncensored News has been in 2020. I couldn't ask for better listeners. I couldn't ask for better sponsorship. 
Sandra, Jamie. Just saying. It's 1,300 of y'all. I only got two. Hey, whatever. But Uncensored News is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I know is going to be something big. And I know with your help, your sponsorship, you know, you word of mouth, whatever, Uncensored News can be something that goes global. And remember that you were part of its infancy. We're not walking yet. We're not at that stage yet. We, we, I don't know. It, it can, things happen overnight. You know, people get picked up. I want my office next to Joe Rogan, folks. I want to be making that Joe Rogan money. But even if I am making that Joe Rogan money, I can promise you on this day, this time, this recording, I ain't going to change. We're going to do it my way, unscripted. We're going to tell the news the way that it needs to be told because that's what the people demand. We the people. This is we the people. News commentary here. I'm just the host. So I want to thank you all for, you know, 2020, making this a memorable year for me. I enjoy putting out these podcasts uh, week after week. I know sometimes I didn't sit on schedule. We've changed from doing three a week to two a week. Um, and because of the end of the year, you know, we're not putting out too many more episodes. And like I say again, we'll be back January 4th. I'm going to try to make that, that promise to you. Uh, that's why I'm not really going to promise it to you. But you've all made this special. We've gone into countries that I can only have fathom. And it's not because of me. It's because of you all. You all like this news. You all like the way I put it down. And I appreciate it. Every last one of you are patriots. You are ladies, you are gentlemen, you are scholars in my eyes. So God bless you. The best of luck to us all in 2021. Remember, we are the American First Party. So, as I close this out for 2020, that's it for this episode. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode. Remember to check out any missed episodes. There's a lot of them, folks. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Parlor. At the E-D-G-O-P. That's spelled T-H-E-E-D-G-O-P. And please donate to the podcast if you can. Your donation helped me out with equipment, relentless research for the topics and facts for the show. You can donate to any podcast service for just 99 cents, $4.99 and $9.99 a month. All you have to do is go to whatever podcast platform you're using. When it says about Uncensored News, there will be a a direct link that will take you to Anchor where you can donate. Now, we don't mind the type of donations that jingle, but we prefer the type that folds. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. I'm the educated Republican for Uncensored News and for 2020. I'm out.